Hey hotties, it's your averagely hot hosts, Morgan and Cece, back again with more not-so-hot takes on all things pop culture, life, career, beauty, and style. Not every opinion you have is a hot take, and that's okay, we don't judge. But when you do have a hot take, we're all ears. So grab your favorite beverage, spiked, caffeinated, or otherwise, and join us for another vent session. Cheers! Hi, hotties. Hello, hotties. Welcome to the season one finale of Not a Hot Take. How are we all feeling? Extra spicy today? <laughs> yeah, so spicy. I um, There's been a full moon this weekend, yeah? <laughs> Obviously, based on all of our actions. Yeah, so I, I hope that you all invited a little chaos into your lives. We know we sure did. So we sure did. We'll recap. We'll give um, you a little recap of what went down, but yeah, I just I don't know that we well, not a super brief, tiny recap that includes no names or specifics or specific vibes. Just right. vibes. Um, You'll have to wait for my book to come out in five years if you want the actual details of this full moon weekend. Yeah, let's Sorry. just say it's like living in a Sex in the City episode and I wasn't even there but I really felt like Miranda or Charlotte just like getting the breakfast tea the next day I think I need to take Carrie Bradshaw with a little bit of yeehaw out of my bio maybe because I think it's actually manifesting things I don't want to deal with yeah it's it's turning into one like like a fiasco tumbleweed like it just is just picking up and it just is rolling on down the dirt road (laughs) Wait, I love Fiasco Tumbleweed. That's, I'm obsessed with that. I'm going to put a story question up and be like, what's your Fiasco fiasco Tumbleweed? It has to be at least three things. Yeah, it just, collected. yeah, it just keeps rolling on down the road with you. Um, well, how excited are you? Yeah, right now? if you're because listening to this, day tomorrow. yeah, if you're listening to this, I'm already in Florida. Um, but as we're recording, this is my last night in Grand Rapids. Um, it's super echoey in here, which I hopefully you guys can't hear, but there's like no furniture. Um, mattress has been on the floor for two weeks now, so can't wait to have like an actual bed frame. Uh, just thrilled. The weather looks wonderful this weekend in, uh, Tampa. So I already have reservations for a oyster bar on Saturday night and just, you know, just ready for this new chapter. I am like very sad. Um, haven't been able to look any of my friends in the eyes for the past week, so that's been oh. fun. <laughs> you've uh, you've never lived in another state, right? I've never lived anywhere like I haven't lived further than twenty minutes from my house that I grew up in. That's big. That's a major. It's a major life change. Yeah, an AP who has who's older than me has not lived in his home state for ten years, so he thinks I'm being dramatic. And I was like, okay, well, you don't remember when you were eighteen. <laughs> fleeing the state no. <laughs> when you're 18 you're like barely even conscious like you have yeah. your brain i mean is like his, hardly his frontal lobe like literally just got developed a couple years ago so yeah so he doesn't know he doesn't know, he doesn't know what he's talking he doesn't about. Get it. you actually unintentionally just gave like a really good moving tip like you said that you had uh reservations for an oyster bar like i kind of love that like you're moving to a new place set a reservation for the first weekend you're there like get excited instead of just being like oh, i'll figure it out when i get there that's it's a cool idea. Yeah, another, this is not a moving 
podcast episode. But another tip is we've been watching um, <laughs> YouTube videos of like our neighborhood and like our area to just kind of like get a feel of like oh, cool. what's around us, what's around our neighborhood. Um, and there's this <laughs> really quirky uh, YouTube couple who by no means are influencers, but they're trying really hard and they're so quirky and so funny to watch. And so now our like Amazing. our bit is that we watch them because it's funny. And that's really funny. Aaron keeps saying like, if we run into them on the street, he's like going to ask for a picture. Like <laughs> I would almost, I would almost bet money that you're going to run into these people at the oyster bar. You're going to see them in your first week. No, they're like very, like they, they rarely go out to do fancy things. They're like budget. People. Oh, so unless they're filming like a, um, <laughs> unless they're filming like a expensive date night in St. Pete, I don't think I don't know that we'd run into them at the Oyster Bar. But if we did, Aaron would probably lose his mind. <laughs> now, okay, as we know, I will never live in that area again. I'm excited for you to have your own experience, but what I do miss is Publix. Okay, oh fun fact: I've never been to Publix like oh, ever. Morgan, your life is gonna change. Like your life is going to change. It's like a like fancy grocery store convenience store, right? Yeah, but it's it's not even necessarily fancy. Like it is a little like more expensive. It's it's somewhere in between Kroger and Whole Foods. But mm-hmm. um the one thing that they knock out of the park, like they have all the regular stuff like that you that you buy. But what they knock out of the park is like their bakery, their deli and their like hot bar or whatever you want to call it in cheese section. Like the, the fresh market aspect of it is just – it just crushed it. The, the bakery especially. The confetti cake is – it's the best ever had. Wait. Can we put a thing in the stories for people to give me their Publix recommendations? Because we have a ton of Southern listeners. Yes. Um, yes. And I will – Chicken tenders are great as well. <laughs> you, I know 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 I love, you know I love a chicken tendy. Ugh. Never met a chicken tender I didn't no, like. Yes. Honestly. It's wonderful. It's a wonderful little snack. I don't even consider well, a chicken tender a meal. It's a snack. Oh, yeah, definitely. Just let me need a little, little something. Okay, Cece, I have so many things I want to talk to you about. Okay, let's do it. First, first, did you watch The Ultimatum? Unfortunately, I did. Okay, I feel like I'm in the minority here because so many people texted me about my thoughts about this show. I hated it. Um, I thought it was literally so hard to watch and so hard to get through. I haven't even finished uh i'm halfway through the one right before they decide what they're gonna do because i've been scrolling on my phone and then i've looked up and i'm like oh half this episode is done and then i look over at aaron and he's scrolling on his phone too and i'm like why are we watching this it's so bad like it's one of those things like i love to hate it it's kind of where i'm at with it first of all the entire cast is insufferable there's not a decent person on that show no even the people who like got okay spoiler alert if you haven't watched it yet please skip ahead we will put timestamps in okay even the people who got engaged at that dinner like the second episode they were also insufferable none of those people should have gotten engaged so the first couple like yeah they were insufferable but i did notice that neither of them seemed to really like vibe with anyone else there so they were just like let's just Let's just misery love misery loves company. Let's just yeah. You know. Blonde blonde chick was crazy. That she, she was, was only crazy. interested in that one guy. Um, I yeah. can't think of his name. But like oh yeah. Oh, I'll Col- get on to Colby? him in a second. Colby, yes. Okay, yeah, he's she was the worst. only interested in Colby, 
And then when he was like not vibing with her, he tried to like turn her down like nicely and she wouldn't take no for an answer. And then he was like, I'm not attracted to you, which is still like, he didn't say you're ugly or like whatever. He just like, isn't attracted to her. And I think that's a fine thing to say. And she took it so personally and then like called him a shithead basically for calling her that. And it's like, he's not calling you anything. He's just not attracted to you. So just let it go. He tried to let you down easy. That's not even like an offensive thing to say. Like some of the most attractive, like I can acknowledge that someone is attractive and not be attracted to them. You either have it or you don't and that's fine. Right. I do think the second couple that got engaged, Lauren and Nathan. Yeah, not a chance they were. Toxic toxic um, toxic she, she doesn't want kids he does and it sounds like she specifically does not want to have children with him that is not something in my opinion the fact that, that you compromise on two guys that she was like her original guy and then um the guy that she was talking to that she like kind of connected with the fact that either of them thought that they could like turn her and make her want to have kids was literally it's gross it's and gross. I don't want to, like, talk to someone for three hours. Like, they probably talked for, at most, three hours with these people. And someone who, like, I just met three hours ago is not going to convince me one way or the other. No. Sorry. And, like, that's not something you need to be, like, convincing people that you're going to do. Yeah. I also think – not I think. I know. My other, like, beef with this show is how young they all are. Yeah. Casting of Netflix, why the fuck did you choose people who, like – just got out of the military and just graduated they're like 23 and 24 some of them are a little older and it made sense that maybe i mean there's no age that you need to like do certain things but i did think it was absolutely buck wild that a lot of these people were 23 to 25 and they've been with their people for maybe two years and they're like we're getting married or we're done like that is so aggressive that's like I feel like a 30s problem. Like when you're in your 30s and you've been dating someone for nine years. Like I know yeah. couples, I know couples that have like done that. Like uh, I have a couple yeah. friends who she literally was like, this needs to happen. Or like they have a house together. They have dogs together. She was like, this is ridiculous. Like, why aren't you doing this? Yeah. And I, I don't know. I just think here's my, here's my take. And maybe, maybe it's a hot one. Maybe it's a hot one. It's hot. I think people who just want to get married and don't care who it's to have a deeper issue they need to address. Because if you, if you genuinely like love someone and care about them, them needing to check a box or not check a box shouldn't really matter. Like why does this binding legal agreement make you down to stay or not? It especially, doesn't make any sense. Especially two years in at 22 years old. It's, it's a little malicious in a sense. It's like you want to lock this person in because you have some sort of like confidence issue or insecurity or something that you don't trust and you or you're some sort of sadness and you think this is going to be your cure. Like we just got deep on y'all, but sorry, it's not. <laughs> yeah, I just um, I just refuse to believe that the casting directors couldn't find like five couples in Austin, Texas who were in their 30s and in this situation. Just refuse to believe no. it. Refuse, refuse. It, it's I always feel like Netflix does a really good job of casting, and and as you know, like we love Love Is Blind, and I feel like those casts are always really strong. And even though they're not as like polished or influencer vibes as like a Bachelor cast, like they always do a nice job. They I don't know if they let an intern, a casting intern, go for this or a new casting director, but girl, you did not, <laughs> you, you did the worst, the worst um, job. I only want to finish it because i want to see 
what happens, but do I know like any of the intricate storylines? No, not really, because I've been scrolling on TikTok while watching. Uh, so I don't know. Same, I would catch. I would catch myself doing the same. I was like, oh, I'm not even paying attention. I will say though, the end did surprise me. I well, was surprised. I already spoiled it for myself because I went to Colby's Instagram on accident. Oh, and spoiled it for well, myself. That, but that okay. is, I don't know how we got there. So. Well, you know what? When you watch the last episode, you're going to be even more confused about how they got there. Oh, God. Those people hate each other. Those, no, that is, they, those are two people who hate scene, each other. The scene of them in the restaurant with her friends, that was so oh, embarrassing. Was I felt secondhand embarrassment, and I was watching it. Like, I can't even imagine being – like, I wouldn't even be friends. Like, if my friend did that in the bar, even if she was in the right or wrong – like, if even if she was in the right, I could not be friends with that person. That was, like, no. so embarrassing. No, and I think Colby and Madeline were actually a couple that was, like, a little bit older. Like, they were maybe 20 – Yeah, I think they were a little bit older. I think so. That, and I'm like, why are you right. acting like a frat star and his girlfriend freshman year of college? Like – Okay, I also, I know that we don't like to comment on people's looks because that's just, like, not cool. Um, But I just need to say this. Colby is an actual chameleon. And when I say that, I mean, like, the way that Khan, like, and I'm not saying this about his character or anything, but, like, the way that con artists, like, very famous con artists are, that they're able to chameleon into, like, different looks. I swear to God, every scene he looked different. Some scenes he yes. looked insanely, insanely hot. And I was like, holy fuck, like, he is hot. And then the next thing I'd be like, who is this guy? Like, he's not attractive at all. Like, what well, was that about? Yeah. And not even just like that. I also feel like from a vibe perspective, he changed really drastically episode to episode. Like, first episode, I really thought of him as, like, a kind of shy, like, super nice All American golden retriever. Boy. Yeah. Yeah, golden retriever type dude. And then he had, like, some weird, like, yeehaw douchebag vibes. And, and he then was he so was just, different. like... He was so different yeah. with just the boys. Oh, so, it's so weird. So weird. That, that was a weird casting. I thought I liked Randall. And then at the end of it, I decided I didn't like him. I liked him I also for, like, wonder- the first few episodes. Yeah. I also wonder, like, if this production team entirely for this Netflix show was just, like, a different crowd. Because I feel like the way they cut the story didn't really make sense. Like, I think what they chose to show was, like, by the end of it, I'm like, maybe they cut this weird. Because it really doesn't make sense. I wonder what was left out. Like, I wonder if, like, it was actually an insane, like, production and this was the best they could do with it. Maybe because those people are so chaotic. Also, Do we ever know the answers. Okay, this is my last thing on it, and then we can hop off of this. Okay, great. <laughs> Why that hotel that they chose to stay in? Those weird shelf headboard things. You couldn't find a better hotel. That, that was, was crazy. The and they were small apartments. I was like, if I had to live with even like my favorite fucking person in this life like my favorite friend no. i would go insane no it's like a dorm room yes it's like production couldn't even get rid of that shelf it was definitely just a bracket shelf you could have gotten rid of for this show okay yeah. that was my last thing yes. on that okay no we agree um kardashians are back god hot the so, ultimatum, not hot. The Kardashians, hot, hot, hot. So hot. hot. 
sizzling hot. Uh-huh. It gave me drama. It gave me sexy. It gave me lust. It gave me excitement. It gave me like everything I needed. And it was like, I was watching, <laughs> this is going to sound crazy, but like a really good YouTuber's channel. The so video, good. the video quality was insane. It's I, so cinematic. I it's gasped, so cinematic. I gasped at the drone opening. The theme, <gasps> I was just I was about like, to say that. This, who is flying this? Is this like Mason on his little drone shit? Probably King, helpful King. Oh my God! No, that I'm was obsessed. it was. It's it's. I just can't wait until we're filming this on a Wednesday. Tomorrow's another episode. I'm so excited for a new episode. It's I will everything. Tune in every it's everything I want in a show, and then like the dash of Kardashians. It's like yes, thank you. You know exactly what I want. Oh, You're yeah. giving me it's exactly brilliant. what I want. Also, they can swear now because it's on Hulu, and Kim is just letting the the fly she's just saying everything she wants to say i'm here for it kim is so funny no i can't wait then like the subtle the subtle mention of pete davidson before like her and pete davidson were a thing well she just mentions that she ran into him at something at the met gala and i was like there are no coincidences she had no idea no it would be by the way guys i don't know if we've mentioned this before but we say tank T-A-N-C. There are no coincidences. Um, tank. We, we text each other that a lot. I don't think we say it too much on that podcast, but Tank. No, that was Tank. Because it happens, it happens every day. That's right, baby. That's magic. Um, yeah, the only thing I laughed at was... Well, the only thing I laughed at. The one thing that really made me laugh was this clip is going around on Twitter when um, Kim takes the iPad from Saint. Oh. Yeah. And she's like, Chloe, come here, look at this. And the camera pans to Tristan's face. And Tristan's like, oh shit, I just got caught again. And then, like, the relief that it's not that. It was, I shout out to the camera people, the producer people on that for catching that face. That was so funny. No, that was, that was so good. He truly, like, you could see, like, the light drain from his eyes. He was like, oh. Literally, he, like, went pale. It was so funny. Yeah, and his eyes got a little big. He just like you know that feeling when you like get that pit in your stomach. That that was how our boy Tristan was feeling. He's the worst. I also really loved that even though Kim and Kanye are going through divorce and this, I mean, it was still kind of ugly around this time anyway. Then they were recording this, but um, she still like felt like she could call Kanye and get his advice on like what to do with the whole Roblox situation. Um, yeah. And you could tell that he hyped her up on that phone call because then she called her lawyer right back and like was like, all right, we're doing it. Definitely. Is Kanye, is he banned from Instagram? Is that why he's not posting? Mm-hmm. Is he suspended? Yes. <laughs> Gemini behavior. Absolutely unhinged Gemini behavior. He's the worst. As a person, he's just the worst. I'll always love his music, but. He's a tortured love the Love the art, hate the artist. <laughs> I just had like a really intrusive thought. I really would have loved him and Mozart to like compose something together. Like well, imagine I think, that he's, I imagine. think that he's Mozart reincarnated. We've talked about this before. That's my conspiracy theory. Oh yeah, we definitely have. That's in, that's in a previous episode. Uh, yes. Yeah. Wait. Wait till he like loses his hearing in one year. Mozart lost his hearing, right? Or was that Beethoven? Oh, I think. Are you thinking about Van Gogh cutting his ear off? No. Well, I know that that happened, which is also very Kanye behavior that he would cut his ear off and like send it to Kim. I could definitely see that. Um, I think it was I think it was Beethoven that was deaf. 
The segment is called Two Dumb Bitches Trying to Figure Out Musical Composition History. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, one of them, one of of the composers, they wrote, um, oh, I think Beethoven's Fifth was written when he was completely deaf, which, pivot here, that's completely crazy. That's like insane. well, you even named you even named the track. That was good. We were just like Van Gogh. We were just like oh, Van Gogh, and then you were like, actually, the piece is. I mean, it's literally just his name, and it's a number, so it's like Chanel number five, but was... Beethoven number five. That was good. Some good quick recall. Thank you. I Respect. that was some trivia I whipped out for all of y'all. Okay, do you have anything else to say on the Kardashians? I'm like juiced for another episode. No, so so excited. I've. Haven't been as excited about a TV show in so long. I mean, they just killed it. It's so cinematic. It's so well done. Um, yeah, I'm just excited to watch the whole thing and see more seasons. And I wish it was out all at once because I would just devour it. I'm kind of glad it's not, though. Yeah, because be we would just devour it. We would devour it. Um, no, I hope their production turnaround time is fast between seasons. Like, I really I hope there's not a lot of downtime. I agree. Um, okay, what else did I want to talk to you about? Do you have anything? I think that TV-wise for me. Yeah, TV's not about. been, it's not been uh, hitting that great lately. I'm feeling a little, a little sad on the TV front. Yeah, just kind of like But the Kardashians out. reignited me. New season of Flight Attendant comes out this Friday, which is my favorite show. I'm very excited I was going to start that. So you are Oh, you should. It. Okay. Oh, God, I'm so jealous that you get to watch it for the first time. Um, and then uh, Selling Sunset uh, season comes out. Yes. So it's exciting. I think that's this week. I think that's this oh, week, yeah. which is like amazing. Yeah. Okay. One thing I texted Susie about this week was um, I have a new Fuck Mary Kill, but I honestly oh. don't think it's a Fuck Mary Kill. I think it's just like I really need to discuss the fact that these are three silver foxes in Hollywood that I, that I should this. be triplets. You- yeah, and you didn't even reveal to me what the FMK was. You just said you had one for this week's episode, so I'm so excited. Reveal. Okay, so ready? We've done one with this person before. Andy Cohen. Okay. Uh, Anderson Cooper. Oh, God. And Zaddy Drew, Dr. Drew. Oh, man. Why are they all the same? Oh, I just saw someone run a red light. Wow, that was crazy. Okay, sorry. Um, why are they all the same person? They are literally, they all look the exact same. They're just, God went control C. Yeah, this is hard. Um, How are they all living in the same timeline? I feel like there's a glitch and they were not all supposed to be alive and famous at the same time. Yeah, it's like the Adam split or something. Okay. I think, oh, this is cruel. This is a cruel FMK, I feel. Okay. I'm going to... I'm going to fuck Dr. Drew for obvious reasons. Obvious. Obvious reasons. I'm going to marry... I'm going to marry Anderson Cooper just because I think we'd have so much fun together. I just think we would have a ball. And his family's like American royalty. So you'd get so much tea. So much tea. I, I just think he's the most entertaining of the bunch. Like... I just think we'd have a great time, and I it, this does hurt me. Like I would, I do have to kill Andy Cohen, but it's just oh, I just moved my chair. I do have to, I do have to kill Andy Cohen, unfortunately, um, just because I feel like we would. I, I love him, great, great dude, but I think that 
on a vibe scale, he and I are at our would be at the lowest, lowest vibe. And I will say, as much as he contributed to Bravo's culture in the beginning, mm-hmm. um, where are you now, Andy Cohen? Housewives oh, are all on. going down the drain. OC is terrible. New York is trash. And it's all because he stepped away from like producing and that side of things. So, um, sir, come back because we miss you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what's yours? What's yours? I think mine's the exact same. I literally was going to say the same. Yeah. Same strategy. I was like, I was toying around with the idea of maybe marrying Dr. Drew just so that he can, um, diagnose me and, um, like listen to me complain and stuff. It's a good strategy. But then I realized <laughs> if Dr. Drew has to listen to me complain all the time and like psychoanalyze me, he's going to hate me and yeah. then he's going to resent me and it's going to be an awful marriage. So yes, he's definitely a fuck. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. We have to talk about Revolve Fest. We do. I know the high level, but I honestly haven't really had time to look into it. So you, you give me the details. Okay. I haven't gone in too deep, but here's what I figured out. I didn't realize that Revolve Fest was a separate other thing outside of Coachella. I thought it was like Revolve oh. had a tent at Coachella, but it's like miles away at, um, at an estate in Palm Springs. And then they bus influencers into Coachella. Um, so they can like stay oh. at their Revolve Fest house. Well, okay. Um, okay. High level influencers can stay at the house, which for my Bravo fans, you'll recognize the house um, that was used this year um, from uh, Real Housewives of OC and I believe New York. Um, they all did trips there. So that is interesting. A little tidbit for you all. But okay, so here is my deep dive that I've done. Revolve has like 3,000 to 5,000 influencers at any scale. Um, so micro to macro. That's a lot. And when, when we say that for our non-social media manager people, um, micro or nano influencers are someone that is like in the thousands to hundreds of followers. And a macro influencer is someone who has like 3.3 million followers. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, they have like 3,000 to 5,000 and they send out these emails to everyone that says, we're inviting you to Revolve Fest. Congratulations. Now to the nano, micro and smaller influencers. So like 90% of their influencers, they get an email that says, purchase this $2,000 VIP ticket to Revolve Fest and you will access Revolve Fest to their top 10% of influencers, they get this trip completely free. And this is how, and they divide up these 10%, 90% by like how many sales they're bringing in. So like their top earners. So you feel valued as a micro influencer, like, oh my God, Revolve is inviting me to, so you feel really great as a smaller influencer because you think that Revolve is reaching out to you like on their own, like, they're inviting right. me personally when in fact it's oh, just like an email blast. So all these people go and even though they're invited to Revolve Fest, they have to find their own place to stay. So like outside hotels because there's only so many rooms in the house um, and they get these wristbands. And 
you're supposed to be able to get into Coachella through um, the transportation that Revolve provides. However, they had so many people come this year for Revolve Fest, so many influencers. They didn't plan ahead and they were working with um, Coachella's like uh, concert, uh, like rules and laws and regulations. So like capacity limits. So um, everyone that's freaking out on, on TikTok about how they like couldn't get on a bus and there was no buses available. They were technically available, but the concert was at capacity. So they couldn't be bussed in. And what makes it worse is that this bus that's picking you up and bringing you to the fest the actual festival, is it picking you up in front of the house? So it's not like you can just like wait inside and then go go get on the bus when it arrives. No, it's like miles away. So you're standing in the desert at this makeshift bus stop with no refreshments, no food, like nothing to like keep you alive. So very poor planning on Revolve's part. Um, That's like basically like the behind the scenes. So what I will say is I don't give a shit about those influencers that are saying like, do you know who I am? And they're like talking to the security guards that way. Um, Yeah. You're not that important. No, the security guard probably doesn't know who you are. The security guard definitely doesn't know who you are. His daughter probably doesn't know who you are. Like you are a niche influencer. Calm down, sit down, wait for the boss. Second, I think we accidentally manifested this for Revolve. When we... When we demanded in our first episode with C- with Shelb, um, <laughs> we accidentally manifested a a HBO quality documentary on the like inner workings of Revolve, and now I think we're gonna get it. Oh my so god, we did. We did that. <gasps> we did that. Wow. Um, so you're welcome, tank. or we're sorry, but tank. Tank. Uh, third. Is that on that? Third, Revolve, get your act together, like. Now all of their influencers that work with them are exposing them for like how dirty they treat their, their their partners, the people that they work with, because they're not they're really not paying any anyone anything. Um, I guess for majority of influencers, they'll be like, "Oh, we'll give you two thousand dollars worth of clothes, but you have to post fifteen times," which is yeah, an that'll, that'll get ask. you because that'll get you about five things that revolve. Yeah, that. I think I saw um, an, uh, an influencer who used to work with Revolve, and they actually went to Revolve Fest like a, like in 2019, and she said um, that like 15 posts equals like $250,000 worth of like content that you should be paid for. Oh, depending yeah, 15 posts is a ton. Yeah, so depending on the size of your account. So $2,000 worth of clothes, and they're getting $250,000 worth of content from you. That's it's insane. Yeah. Because even, you know, I've been, I've worked with influencers for a long time, and even smaller ones, you know, I would say in the 30,000 follower range, you know, a lot of them charge 1500 to 3000 a post, depending on their engagement. Um, so, you know, if you were need to make that per post but you're posting 15 times, they are fucking you out of $30,000 at least. It's crazy. It's crazy. Um, so that's like the Revolve Fest tea, I guess. I also, I feel like everyone's talking about this on TikTok and Twitter, so we'll just be adding to the noise there. But Coachella's mm-hmm. like done. Like it's not cool anymore. It's like it's way, 
more i think so i saw someone describe it as like it's manufactured fun like you're no, you're no longer going for the music you're going for like the outfit that's not even your style that you're just like trying to flex and then like you're gonna throw away when you get home because you're never gonna wear it again it it's one of those things where i feel like it's only fun if you're invited and someone is expensing the whole thing and or you're you like have to obscenely rich yeah yeah otherwise it just doesn't seem like like i anybody i knew like personally who was going ended up selling their tickets because they it got closer and they're like this is really daunting it's it's far away if you're not even if you're in california it could be far from you you know yeah, it's in a I weird think, spot yeah i think i saw tink's post that it took her seven hours to get home and she lives in la from palm Springs, yeah. to la it took seven hours to get home that's crazy yeah it definitely just seems it's more just like an influencer and celebrity gathering place which is fine but nobody cares anymore you know no. it was it peaked when influencers were peaking and to be honest influencers aren't peaking anymore i yeah, said what i said i agree with that that's a hot take that's hot i don't think um, many people agree with that right now but i agree with you on that great great take mm -hmm. cc um thank you yeah i think i literally said out loud I would rather pay to see the artists that I want to see individually than yeah. go pay whatever the cost is at Coachella. And I saw like the accommodations that I would want is I looked into it. It's a $7,000 ticket for one weekend. And it includes like a, like a year, like showers, toilets, but they're shared. They're all shared. It's not personal. So that's $7,000 yeah. to see, maybe like i don't know how many artists a day five artists a day i'd rather just right. pay to go see the artists that i would want to see and not have to worry about dust and sun and <laughs> the obscene yeah. amount of like the cost of food and beverages that it probably costs there exactly i would i would go if i could literally go for zero dollars not not place to stay and i would have to pay for my own food and drink nope zero for zero dollars i will go to coachella listen for zero dollars Coachella or Revolve, if you're listening, <laughs> we'll take media passes next year. We will, but for only zero, for we will pay zero dollars. Yes, you will open. You will open bar and all I can eat me, and I will pay zero. Yes. that's the only way I'm down. Yes, so that's just put it, just throwing it out there. That's that's you know we're just putting it in the universe. Tank, you know, if oh if it's God. meant to be, it will be correct. Yep. Um, is there anything else going on in the world that we should chat about? I feel like things have been a little, I don't want to say slow. Um, I personally feel like I've been in a bit of a bubble lately, not in a bad way, in a very good way, but uh, I'm just not. Working in an office again instead of working from home has made me just, I don't want to say in the moment that's cheesy, but I'm I'm definitely not on my phone as much for non-work related purposes because yeah. I'm talking to people all day, um, which is great. I love that. So I feel like I'm just out of the loop on everything, which is not. I feel like for me. we're like I don't know what it is. I feel like March isn't normally like this, or April normally isn't like this. But I feel like we're in a lull. Like everyone's like just yeah. kind of slowed down and is like getting into the groove. Maybe it's because like the pandemic is like starting to like ease up and we're starting to you know go back to like i guess quote unquote normal normalcy yeah. but i just feel like everyone's like in a transitional like period right now mm -hmm. i don't know it's a weird weird slow time i'm thankful for it yeah i also slow feel like vibe spring i also feel like you've been getting your groove back i really like, have 
Chicago gave me my groove back. Like I've been making, I've been making more like long form content on my personal Instagram, and like it's not even me like trying to do anything. I'm not trying to make my personal brand like my career by any means. I love my job. I like working for other people, but I do feel like uh, you know I have a voice, I have a perspective, and who am I to not share it? It makes me happy to share. I love to talk about myself. I'm not shy about it. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> So, and I've just been uh, everything I do every day. I, I like it, you know, and I wasn't feeling that way these past couple of years. I really settled into Chicago, furnished my apartment. This is, this may be a little dark. It's it's not dark now, but I think in hindsight, it was a little dark. This is the first apartment I have lived in since, <laughs> since 2016, where I've unpacked every box. Ooh. I always left at least one or two packed because it just had stuff maybe I didn't like need every day. And I was just like, well, I'm going to move in a year at least or less. So I'm just going to leave packed because yeah. like if I need it and I just, uh, everything's unpacked. There's not a cardboard box in this house. Wow. No, I'd love that for you. That's gross. Big for me. Big that's, for me. That's amazing. Oh, I love that. Oh, I feel like I know. I've been in a rut like content wise, like personally, I don't know. I think I'm just like, I really outgrew this city after 25 years. So yeah. <laughs> I'm excited. I think um, moving is going to, wow, what a full circle moment. We're just like kind of going back to how we started on this pod. Um, I know. I don't know. I think I'm just going to like, I think I'm going to be really inspired. I think I'm going to be really happy to be in the sun and like get outside and like do stuff and be outside and like, Oh, I just, I think it's going to be really good for me, like mentally and emotionally and physically. So, um, yeah, I think, I think we'll, we'll come back with season two and I'll speak on that more, but. Yeah. I think the last few episodes you've probably noticed, like right now, Morgan's audio is on her AirPods because she packed her mic. We're trying our best. Last few episodes (laughs) have been a little chaotic, but I think us sticking to it, despite all the major life changes we've had as a sign to like keep going uh, and I'm excited to come back with a more consistent vibe and more set in stone plan because this pilot season was certainly a certainly a pilot no we like learned <laughs> so much I yeah still don't know that I can put podcast editor slash producer slash director on my resume but I know how to do it now which is fantastic yeah um we met like really cool people through it we've created a definitely a a really cool community um that like we feel so connected to and i i love that i mean at the end of the day that's like what it comes down to yeah and honestly like from day one i was surprised by how well it was received and the Mm -hmm. amount of listeners and plays like it's just been exciting from day one and i personally have not been good about promoting really since February um, just because I've been so busy and just been like we're, we're both going through major life changes and I think it hasn't been like a pri- a priority in the way it should be but like when we promote it we see we see the results like it's night and day from us promoting an episode and not promoting it so it's just putting it out there excited about season two yeah I'm so excited we're gonna come back with like a big big bang how sexy Big would it be? Thing. How sexy would it be if like we recorded in person for our no? That's that's the that's that's the plan. We're putting that out there. 
Okay, I love that we were both thinking that in our heads, and that was the first time that I was said out loud. Because I want a cover, <laughs> I want a, a photo for this podcast that's not me photoshopping the two of us together. Um, <laughs> you heard it here first. I'm so excited. No, I'm literally so excited. It's going to be so great. Um, we don't know when season two will happen. We'll tell you that. But uh, it'll be the summer. It's not going to be the be summer. Yeah, it won't be long. a year or anything crazy. No, but no, no, no. It's not going to be like months. Maybe like two months, two to two to three. Thank you for growing through this first season with us. We love you, hotties, so so much, and um, have a fabulous rest of your Monday. And we will talk to you oh so soon. Yes, we're so excited for season two. We love you so much, hotties. We're very excited. TTYL. TTYL.